Look, I'll just say this, okay? Let me just say this. I don't want there to be a civil war. But if there is a civil war between the left and the right, you know, I'm just going to say, I really like our chances. <laughs> you know, I think I think we could take they them pretty easily. Anyway, that's just, just speculation on my part. What's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republic. Uh, and uh, we will uh, kick this off here in just a minute. Look, before we get into Kathy Griffin being probably the one of the dumbest and most incendiary people we've ever met in our entire lives, and by mean, I mean I've never met her, thank God. Um, but before we get into Kathy Griffin and her tweet and what it means for the, the Democrat Party, I want to give you kind of an insight into how this show works or how I do this show every single day. Um, you know, in the morning when I wake up, I get in the car. Sometimes I take the kids to school. Sometimes I don't. Today I had a doctor's appointment, dermatologist who got the thumbs up. I got two thumbs up, actually. And neither one of them had strange looking moles on them. So that was a plus. Um, but then I get in my car and I drive to work and I listen to podcasts because, you know, as a podcaster, as a broadcaster, you like to hear what other people are doing, how they're doing it, get some ideas, get inspired. I listen to um, I listen to Conan O'Brien because I find him to be very funny and also very non-political. He avoids politics as often as he can. There'll be an odd joke here or there. There'll be a mention of some time when he interviewed Bill Clinton or or Barack Obama or something, but uh, not pol not political at all. Totally entertainment based, totally just, you know, for laughs, conversations about stuff that you might have conversations about with your friends and very, very comical. So I enjoy that. Joe Rogan, I also listen to, which is becoming, I'm going to be honest with you, more and more overtly political. Every conversation, it doesn't matter with who it is, um, becomes more and more political, which I find fascinating because. It just goes to show how much politics is permeating every walk of life. He could have a comedian on. He could have a uh, an MMA fighter on. He could have Aaron Rodgers. It doesn't matter. Everybody, politics is now directly affecting them, <clears throat> pardon me, in some way. And that's something that uh, that's interesting for me to see. I listen to my own podcast because, you know, I want to make sure, hey, it sounds okay. I want to make sure that the audio levels are fine. I want to make sure that there's no gaps or you can't hear me slurping into the microphone or, or anything, you know, Anything gross like that, um, you know, and then I and then I get to work and I kind of, you know, bring all that information um, together. And then I do this podcast and this podcast is is a it, it's like a what's it's like a warm up act. You know how like I don't know if you if you ever went to a, a comedy show or if you ever have seen a television show taped in front of a live studio, honestly, have somebody who comes in and warms up the audience. They warm you. They're like, OK. Here's what's going on today. Or let me tell you some jokes. Let me get you laughing so that you're in the mood to laugh so that when the uh, the actual comedy starts or the actual show starts, you're not a lame audience. And then either they do the same thing at a comedy club. There, if you go see a headliner, there's always someone before. There's always someone to warm you up, get you kind of in the mood. In music, you, could, you go to a concert. And the same, there's always an opening act. And the opening act is there to kind of get you in your seat, get you drinking some beers give you that idea that there's about to be a show and then the show starts. So this is me being my own warm-up act. <laughs> and I come in here every day and what happens is I look at the headlines, I think about what I want to talk about, I, I go on my Twitter, I see what's been, you know, people have been talking about. And then I come in here and I kind of just flush out the ideas. I get you I get you used to hearing my voice and kind of prepared for whatever stories are are going on in the world. And then later on you can listen to my show live from noon to 3 Eastern. Or if you don't want to do that, you can listen to that podcast later in the afternoon. And that's why I try, like I said, always to get these out by 9, 930. Um, 
because I think, you know, that'd be helpful. The other thing I try to do is, uh, is I try to make sure that the big story is kind of highlighted here in the podcast, or at least one of the big stories if there are multiple. And one of the big stories today is about Kathy Griffin. Now, Kathy Griffin, she's had an interesting career. She was a comedian. She was on a TV show, I think called Suddenly Susan, if I'm not mistaken, with Brooke Shields a long time ago. A redheaded, kind of obnoxious lady. She had a reality show where she joked about how she's on the D list, meaning she's not important at all when it comes to the celebrity hierarchy. Um, She's been doing comedy, I guess, for like 120 years now. And she's most famous, probably, for holding up what looks like a severed Donald Trump head covered in blood a couple of years ago and tweeting out a photo of that. That was her big thing. I think it was on a magazine or whatever, but there was a photo of her and she's in her dress and she's got it. She's holding up a severed Donald Trump head. It's all doused in blood. And I guess that that was really that really caused some kind of controversy. And she said that after that, she was blackballed from a bunch of places. People uh, called her, you know, a traitor, a communist, all these things that, let's be honest, are probably true. And um, and then it, it cost her a lot of money. It cost her a lot of fame. She had a lot of anguish and anxiety. She had to go get plastic surgery because I, I don't think at first I thought, you know, she got the plastic surgery to change the way she looks and no one would recognize her as the angry old woman who held up Donald Trump's severed bloody head. But I think she just got plastic surgery because she saw all these people retweeting this photo of her and she thought, man, I got I got to do something about the way I look. I look terrible. Um, and also a lot of people. They just, they they come, there's a point where they become addicted to it. It just, you know, it's like a, a jolt of adrenaline for them. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that's her. I don't know, but it just seems like, you know, when you have that much, there's something deeper going on anyway. And then she kind of went away again. Then she was just doing her comedy tours. Uh, she has a very small specific audience of people that like to go see her over and over again. And you haven't really heard any, anything from her. Well, yesterday she got back on the Twitter and she tweeted out. <laughs> she tweeted out on her iPad, which by the way, I didn't, I don't know a lot of people who tweet on the iPad, but apparently according to Kathy Griffin's tweet, it was tweeted out on at a one PM on September 6th from Twitter for iPad. Uh, and the one thing I, she, so here's what she wrote. She wrote, if you don't want a civil war, vote for Democrats in November. If you do want civil war, vote Republican. Now, the way I read this is, if you don't want a civil war, vote for Democrats in November. Meaning, if you don't vote for Democrats in November, we are going to start civil war. Meaning, we meaning the Democrats. She's basically saying there will be civil war unless you vote for Democrats. Which leads me to believe a bunch of Democrats are going to get all pissed off if they lose and start a civil war. I mean, that's clearly, if you do want civil war, vote Republican. So if I go vote for a Republican then the Democrats are going to start a civil war with us. Now that's how this should read. This is, it's how it's written and how it should be read. But the Democrats and Kathy Griffin supposedly are trying to rewrite, not just the constitution, but basic English grammar. They're trying to rewrite the rules of the English language. She's now claiming, or Democrats are coming to her uh, aid saying, no, 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 no. What we're saying is the Republicans are going to start a civil war If you vote for them, which doesn't make any sense, because if the Republicans win, why would why would they need to start a civil war? If the if you go out and vote for Republicans and Republicans win elections, they'll be like, great. I don't we don't need to go to war. 
But if you go out and vote for Democrats in November and and what and then a bunch of Republicans win, that would be a more likely scenario. I'm not saying what happened, but I could see her point then. What she should have said is if Republicans win in or if Republicans don't win in November, they will start a civil war. Ergo, vote for Democrats to keep us all safe. That would have been a much more understandable. But what but she, you know, totally whole thing's all all muffed up. If you don't want a civil war, vote for Democrats in November. She's basically threatening. She's holding a gun to the head of the country and she's saying, look, if you don't vote for Democrats, I'm pulling the trigger. She's basically saying, look, vote for Democrats or else. And uh, and I guess I may be trying to backtrack or maybe, um, I don't know, maybe maybe just realized, oops, I messed that up. I don't know. Twitter does have a delete button. Now, of course, at this point, it's been it's been retweeted something ridiculous like 5,382 times. So um, it's out there forever. But, uh, but you know, and then of course, whatever, ha- when this happens again, is you see the rehashing of the old photo of Donald. People are reposting the photo of Donald Trump's bloody severed head that she's holding up. And they're saying, look, this is the left. This is what, these are the caring people on the left who want to tell you that they're, they're pro-democracy. These are the people who are supposedly nonviolent calling for civil war and cutting off the head of the president of the United States. So there is, there is kind of a disconnect between what she says and what she tweets, I guess, you know, or what the left believes or wants you to think they believe um, and what's actually happening. And it's all, again, this, this can go back to Joe Biden's speech. I'm pretty sure if Joe Biden didn't get up there and say that MAGA Republicans were a threat to the United States of America, I'm pretty sure if MAGA, if uh, Joe Biden didn't get up there you know, Beelzebub Biden and his demonic background, his red lights and his dark, dark, sinister background. If he didn't get up there and say, hey, you know what? Uh, these guys are a threat to democracy. They're, they don't respect the Constitution. They're going to destroy our republic. They must be stopped at all costs. Uh, we've got to dig, dig, dig deep into the soul of our nation. If the president of the United States hadn't done that, I don't believe that Kathy Griffin would have written this tweet out. But what happens is the president of the United States gets up there and they pinpoint pinpoints one um, half of the country and says, these people, they're now fair game. They're up for grabs. These people are fair game because they are MAGA Republicans. And I hereby deem them the enemy of the state. I hereby deem them a threat to our Republic. And so Kathy Griffin is out there saying, well, if they're a threat to the Republic, then I can tweet, Hey, uh, let's start a civil war with them. Or they're going to start a civil war without us or some other some other ridiculous thing. The other thing that you need to point out is the double standard of social media, because anyone, anyone at all who would go on and say, Hey, a civil war is going to start. If you don't vote for my, my team, a civil war is going to start. If you don't vote for my party, anyone else who would do that, Donald Trump, uh, you know, Nancy Pelosi, not Nancy Pelosi, I'm sorry, Donald Trump, or well, really any Republican. Um, if that had happened, then it, it would have, they would have been canceled. They would have had their account locked out. They would, even if the Babylon B had done it in jest, even if the Babylon B wrote something like Republicans buying up all the gray for their civil war uniforms or, you know, or there's a, uh, there's a red cloth shortage, uh, as Republicans prepare to, uh, you know, as Republicans are sewing up their civil war uniforms, I don't know something. I mean, this is off the top of my head. I haven't really had a time to massage it out. Then that would have been, that would have been, uh, that would have also been a fact checked and, and censored and suppressed by Twitter and Facebook and everyone else because they have no sense of humor. But here's Kathy Griffin, who also 
has no sense of humor, apparently. Just tweeting it out for the world to see. No repercussions, no problems, no suspensions, no cancellations. You go, girl. You go, girl. You just say, just declare civil war and and threaten the life of the president all you want. Your Twitter platform is safe. You have no worries whatsoever. I will say this. I don't think that the, the Kathy Griffin thing is harmful, but I do worry about all the other crazy uh, lunatic liberals who are going to look at Joe Biden's permission to be violent against Republicans. And um, and I'm wondering what's going to happen. I'm you know, I, I if I were if I were a Republican representative, I wouldn't go practice on an open field uh, with a but you know, practice ball on an open field. I wouldn't go to a restaurant in D.C. I wouldn't do any of those things unless I were heavily armed. Um, you know, or if it was a friendly type of establishment, uh, because these, what Joe Biden has done and what, what Kathy Griffin is now, uh, promoting is violence against Republicans because Joe Biden gave permission. He declared, he deemed us all enemies of the state. He deemed us all threats to the democracy. And so now, uh, all the other, uh, lunatic liberals are like, okay, if these guys are threats, let's go get them. And, uh, like I said, I like our chances. (laughs) I'm not worried. I'm not worried if there's a, an uprising from the from the left, if, if it's Antifa and, um, you know, the, the gender fluid uh, population of the United States versus the MAGA crowd. Again, my money's on the MAGA crowd, but I don't believe it's going to come to that um, at all. However, and, you know, listen to Nick Catherine, if you don't want a civil war, then definitely uh, vote for Republicans because the Democrats seem hype, totally hype on starting one. Hey, listen, by the way, thanks again for downloading this podcast and listening. Uh, we do have a lot of people have noticed. We have some sponsorships. We have some sponsorships on our show, on our live stream, on this podcast. And a a couple of people have been asking me how to sponsor. And it's a great question. If you are interested in sponsoring this podcast or any of our streams or any other of, uh, the, uh, the content that we produce, just email support at catriots.com. That's support S U P P O R T at catriots dot com and uh, we would love to work out a way that we can help you and you know this is a conservative audience it's a it's a a, a even keeled conservative upper middle class audience that listens to this these are people that love America they're patriotic they love their family if that's the kind of people you're targeting with your product or your service or your company or maybe you have a podcast you want to promote doesn't matter uh, we can help you with all of those things just email support at catriots.com. dot com 